daughters, sisters, and wives. They're gonna change our lives. Eat women, eat girls. They'll make a better world. Invest in And now here's your host, Catherine Gray. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Invest in Her. I'm your host, Catherine Gray, founder of She Angel Investors and co-founder of the She Angels Foundation, both designed to help fund women. And today we have on an incredible guest. She's not only an angel investor, she's the founder of Wealthing.com and an investment club you can be a part of. Please welcome to the show, Alicia Castillo-Holly. Hi, Alicia. Hi, thank you. A pleasure to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Well, uh, Alicia, let me ask you this. I, I, first of all, I love that you say wealth and passion and purpose do not need to be exclusive. They can be together. I love that. And I believe that too. And um, I, But first, I have to start with how does a scientist become so involved in the investment world? Let's start with that. Oh, if I can add, he's a socialist scientist as well. So uh, I, uh, I started my career wanting to overcome hunger problems and challenges. And then I realized that you need capital to do a lot of things. Uh, the fun part is that we don't need money. We need what we use money for. But having access to capital allows us to have choices. So that's why I shifted from wanting to solve hunger problems to wanting to solve socioeconomic problems and working on the wealth gap and having myself gone through that. Um, uh, I have a lot of empathy for minorities that don't have access to funds and they need access to funds. You know, and I love that. And I imagine living all over the world has influenced what you're doing. And uh, you had shared with me that you were born in Venezuela, but you've lived all over the world and even helped start the first seed capital fund uh, in Chile. And then from there, um, you know, I'm, I'm sure there's many renditions, but now you have this uh, wealthing investment club. Let's talk about that because one of the things uh, I like to use this show to do is be a platform to encourage women to become angel investors. So I love what you're doing. Let's talk about that club and how people can get involved in that. Thank you. And thank you for all the work you do. Uh, I, you know, I know being a woman investor is not easy, but mainly it's because people downplay you. And, uh, and there's been so many initiatives to support women to make uh, smart investment decisions. Um, uh, my, my investment club is not only focusing on women, but we want to bridge the gap between angel investors and high quality vetted deals at later stages. And what happens is that I realized that I have been doing angel investing for over 30 years. I started not by serendipity, I started by intent because I wanted to support companies and I said, they really need funds. So I organized uh, the funding to come through. And that's how I started Chile's first seed capital fund because there was no way to fund early stage businesses 22 years ago when I lived there. I'm not from Chile, but I lived there. But what I realized is that most of the people that I know that are very smart have no clue on how to get started. And they 
are not qualified. They're qualified as angel investors, but they haven't started a company. They don't understand the challenges and they have a lot of good intentions and they put money in high risk companies that need the support of professional angels. So this is like a double whammy. Uh, startups are not necessarily risky. Angel investors de-risk companies. And that is the biggest value that we bring. It's not just the capital, but our capacity to uh, reduce risk in so many ways. So what I started to do was allowed my friends to come and co-invest with me in companies that I have invested before. And they're going to the third, fourth, third round. And we started last year during COVID. We had our first meeting the day, the Dow John collapse. Oh my God. Uh, and it was, it was really interesting. And we've invested in companies that are raising $200 million. There's no way, there's just no way an investor could have access to those deals. And we allow people to invest a little bit of money, five to two to, to five thousand dollars, so they can spread the risk. Uh, so I love that. That's incredible. People that aren't in this space don't know how amazing that opportunity is. You know, and I was, you know, reading up about what this, how this club works, and you have like a monthly meeting, and each month you select a specific company that you're going to collectively invest in. So like you said, it reduces the risk because you're in with other people. And then it also reduces the risk because for someone who doesn't know what they're doing, you're in with this group of, you know, uh, professionals that have done this for many years, like yourself, that have vetted these companies. So you know what you're looking for. They can learn more about it and be part of that exciting opportunity. Like you just said, you started this when the uh, market last crashed. People are looking for other ways to invest their money. And this is one of the most unique opportunities. Now, my show, of course, is about how do we fund women. So I want to talk about why women are so underfunded and how your fund could also be a catalyst to helping women because there might be women listening out there today that could be a great um potential to apply for your VC fund. Let's talk about that criteria. That, that, is, that is a great question. So I, I want to add one more thing about the club. Each person makes his or her own individual decisions. So you can be a member. We have members who have never invested and that is fine. We don't, we don't care. These are companies that are going to get funded regardless. But in the process, what happens is that you become a better angel investor, but you also become a better founder. So we had a founder who started her own company after she joined and she's much better prepared and she learned how to negotiate better, the, the different uh, types of valuation. So there's so many things that you can learn. Alicia, I got to stop you there. I love that. I, I, I just have, I hope people are listening. If you're a founder and you don't know anything about raising money, join this club. It's called Wealthing VC Fund, right? And uh, Welsing VC Club, Welsing VC yeah. Fund.com and Welsing.com. Uh, and, you know, check it out and become a part of it. I love that they can learn enough that they would learn how to actually launch and, and fund their own company. That's amazing what you're doing. Thank you. Thank you. And there's so many mistakes that people make that I've made because I started many companies too. Um, but uh, in terms of women getting funded, I had a program for four years. It's run on, on Udemy. And I have a lot of free materials for women. Uh, and uh, that program is called Women Get Funded. Uh, and I moved to 
again, going to investing because we don't need to do a lot of talking. We also need to give them capital. Um, and I have the fortune of having my PhD supervisor was a token male in the Diana project. The Diana project was a research project that started uh, over 20 years ago by a group of five researchers uh, investigating why there was a problem with women's access to capital. I remember at that time I was studying Chile's uh, first city capital fund and I was talking to Maya Hart. Actually, you look like her. Uh, Maya Hart was one of the founders of Staple, professor at Harvard. And she said, well, women don't have access to capital. And I said, what are you talking about? I'm, I'm starting a fund and I never discriminate. And then she asked me a very important question. How many deals have you seen? And I said, we saw 4,000 deals the first year. And she said, how many were led by women? None. 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 Wow. One was a co-founder with her husband, but none were led by women. And I see this is today we live exciting times. Women are just waking up. They have different ambitions. Um, one of the reasons, and this is, I, I, I get goosebumps with this, and I really hope this is going to be a good platform for, for my message that every woman needs to understand. Women are constantly being diminished. And that is with the best intention. People are afraid of women's success. It's always about your hair. It's always somebody has an opinion about you that they shouldn't have the right to have that opinion. And so I think the one thing that I want to change is the, the recover of what is called the internal locus of control. I mean, we blame women for so many things that we even created the imposter syndrome. And I get so frustrated by that because of course women have an imposter syndrome. Everybody tells them how bad they are, why they're gonna fail. So it's natural that if you're bombarded with that, you're gonna start doubting yourself. So the one thing that you need to do, the one thing is stop listening to people who don't believe you can do it. They have the best intentions. They're trying to help you. They're trying to protect you. You don't need that. Just stop listening to people who said you can't do that. You can do everything you want. I agree with you 100%. Yeah. So, so in our program, Women Get Funded, the, first, the very first session is how you brainwash yourself to succeed. Because you, there are many, many ways that you need to stop. Uh, to, you just stop this interference of the world saying that you're going you're gonna to fail. And yeah, I mean, you're going to fail. Just failure doesn't define you. Your attitude does. And, uh, and there's, you know, there's always that challenge. You're a bad mom, you're a bad woman, you're ugly, you're fat, you're old, you are, you are, you are, you are. And, you know, it, it is time that we say, you know, it doesn't matter what people think about us. What matters is what we think about ourselves. And, and let me ask you if you agree with me on this. The reason women also get less funding is because people tend to invest in themselves and people they identify with. So if it's all white men at the table, uh, they identify more with white men and that's who gets the funding. And, and I've had women that are trying to launch companies go and pitch and tell me they're hit on, they're told they can't do it, they're asked different questions. It, it, it's an unfair, unlevel playing field. But if more women were at the investment table as investors, either in a venture capital fund or as an angel investor directly, this would help solve the problem, would it not? It does. It does. And this is great. I had a meeting with a woman who had a four-day uh, four baby. And we were doing a Zoom meeting for investing. And she said, 
oh, I need to breastfeed my baby. And I said, okay. So we were having the meeting and she was breastfeeding the baby. You can't do that with a guy. Right. And you just can't do that. Or somebody says, well, you know, I need to do something that is very feminine. You can't do that with a guy. Uh, But I have to also say that women discount women investors to the extent that if I go to a meeting with a male investor, women would think that I'm the secretary or I don't have a voice. And that really bothers me. And that is women discriminating against women. That, that also happens. Yeah, and one thing I had to, uh, I had to try to explain to my male colleagues who are not uh, chauvinist or who, who would not discriminate against. Uh, when I was uh, at the board of St. Hill Angels, St. Hill Angels is the largest angel group. I'm a member and, and I was on the board. St. Hill Angels, uh, you had mentioned to me before, you said that's the largest angel group out there. And, and are, they, are they out of Silicon Valley? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're here. They're here. Sand Hill Road is the road that uh, where most of BC funds started in the Bay Area. Now, venture capital started in Boston, where I lived. Too, I lived in many places, but that that's where where it, it um, started. But um, I was trying to explain to some of my colleagues who are men that if you are a woman and you go to present to men, there's always a red flag in the back of your mind. Are they going to make a pass at me or not? And that to overcome that is really challenging. So there are tricks that you can do just to make sure that you practice, you practice in front of a mirror, what is going to be your answer if somebody is a stupid person or makes an uh, unwelcoming comment, which has happened to, I mean, I'm 60, it has happened to me so often. Right. And, you know, people have their best intentions and they think, you know, if they like you, you should like them as a, as, you know, a romantic or sexual partner and you might not. And, uh, and we need to bring those conversations out. People, people try to pretend that we're humans, we're completely objective. And one of the best kept secrets in every human interaction, including investing, is that it is an emotional process. Mm-hmm. It's, we can't, we can't dis- uh, disconnect our emotions. So we need to learn how to manage that instead of pretending that it's not going to happen. Uh, in the same way that if you're gay, you're going to be discriminated by some stupid person mm-hmm. and you never know when that's going to happen. And that's in the back of your hair, uh, of your head. Or if you're Latina, like um, I'm from, I grew up in Venezuela, Alicia Castillo. Uh, or if you're black, or if you're Muslim, or if you're Asian. Mm-hmm. So there, there's a lot of things that um, we learn to be alert to, and that sort of distract us. And it's, I think but it's- that- Don't you agree, just along those lines, if there were more gay, uh, Latino, uh, black, Asian people, investing and on that panel, well, then more gay, Asian, Latino, and Black people would get investments. It, people tend to invest in people they identify with. You, It's just human nature. You can't stop it. And so I'm really on a mission here to bring in people like you to yeah. say, here's a platform that's open to anyone. You can become an angel investor. And so I just love your platform because uh, it gives anybody that opportunity. I know you guys are all about diversity. This is a gateway for anyone listening to become an angel investor and learn how. Just wealthing.com, join their investment club, 
and become a part of it. I'm, I'm going to join that. I love what you're telling me. I, I love that you don't even have to uh, invest if you don't want to. You can just learn about it. But certainly a great opportunity to invest. Uh, everybody needs to diversify. So why just invest in stocks and bonds and uh, real estate when there's this whole other arena that, as you would say, you can combine wealth and passion and um, uh, purpose. Yeah, exactly. Why not? I mean, what are we here for if it's not to take our wealth and put it into passion and purpose? But what I love you're saying is that can be lucrative. Oh, yeah. You, you don't have to compromise. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm an example of that. You know, I, I grew up with no, my, my parents were socialists. There was no talk about money. And I came to the U.S. with two kids and two boxes because I didn't have money to buy suitcases. So, wow. and now I, I run an investment club. I invest in 20 or 30 companies every year and I'm going to invest in companies anyway. I'm just allowing people to come and do it in a professional way. So they don't discount angel investing because I think it's one of the best professions in the world. Let's uh, yeah. talk about some of the companies that you all invest in. And I was taking a look at them and one of them popped out at me, which was um, uh, Madison Reed. Oh, uh, only because I knew nothing of it. And over COVID, <laughs> my co-founder of She Angels Foundation, Kat Curry Williams, says to me, oh, you got to look at this online hair coloring company. Uh, everybody's using it during the pandemic uh, called Madison Reed. And then I see that's one of the ones you all invested in. That was very exciting. That was that was so cool because that that was actually stretching myself to invest in that because I I I know I hardly ever wear makeup I don't invest I I think we need to invest out of the box I do more life sciences and this company came I passed three times but the company is so so cool and here's this is this is how you can make money and have an impact and just it's an amazing company everybody should use their product if if you dye your hair because the whole purpose of this company is to give a proper life to her colorist. Her colorist spent, according to, to the founder, her colorist spent around $28,000 on training. This is not professional training. This is not a college degree, but this is, this is not a college degree. I should just say that. If you're trained as a colorist, that's all you can do. Mm -hmm. And then you, you ruin your health and your hands working on people's colors, standing up for 10, 12 hours, and the average uh, hourly rate for hair colors is $12 after they have to spend in rent and all of that. I can see your face. It's a whole facade of what I call fake entrepreneurial uh, uh, spirit because they tend to tell people you can do this for yourself. You can fend for yourself. And it's a wealth trap. So right. this woman who came from the finance sector, who could have done you know, great things investing got into herself that she was going to change the rules for the whole industry. And by doing that, she created products that are better for the environment, but most importantly, better for the people that are ruining their health. And they can't get out of the wealth trap because they were led to believe that that was going to be a way. And it's not. Those, those Some micro enterprises are really bad for, for the people and for the economy. Hair coloring is one of those Industries is really uh, interesting. And then during the pandemic, she, she allowed people, the hair colorists, to make recurring revenue on the colors that were shipped to the client. So they are just fantastic founders, very strategic, 
changing the lives of hair colorists, providing very high quality product with high returns. And we just love her. And it was so good. It convinced me that I said I would never invest in beauty products to go in and present it. And we just loved it. I love that story. That's a fabulous story. And um, I love that everything you guys do, it's like um, technology, humanity, science, uh, and investing all combined. And I think that's a wonderful focus. So not only is it a great platform to people to learn how to invest, but to learn how to invest in the right things. And uh, I just love what you're doing. And we're very, they, you know, I think the good thing is we're small, we're very candid. So people feel very good about opening up and saying, you know, I don't like this because of this. And we just have a very professional conversation after the meeting with the founder. So most, the thing is that if you invest in a, in a platform or if you invest on, on a venture capital fund, and I did have one and I am a limited partner in seven VC funds. I don't get to choose. I don't. I miss that connection with the founder. I can't. I can't get to help them. Uh, so that, that that's something that we try to um, actually that we explore how to overcome that connection, personal connection with the founder. And then it is a personal decision, and it should be a personal decision. So right. I love that aspect because a lot of people don't know uh, if they are a limited partner in a venture capital firm. Uh, they don't have say so. So I love the way you've set this up for the Wealthing VC fund. Now, this is, you call it an investment club, but it is a venture capital fund. It is not a fund. Okay. Because we don't work as a fund. Everybody makes their own decision. We, we it's a hybrid. And I created this. I like that. Yeah. So it's not, it's officially, it's not a fund because we are not a fund. Uh, I'm not the general manager. I'm the founder. Uh, but everybody makes their own decision. And then uh, it's a very lean structure. So uh, it's not profitable yet, but who cares? You know, I do that because somebody has to do it. Right. And, um, and we will, sh we share, we have a carry, like any platform that you have, we have a carry, but you can, you know, people can invest on, uh, on crowdfunding platforms as little as a hundred dollars, but we don't want that because right. we don't want blind investment. We don't want to be passive investors. Right. So this uh, so is more like different. an investment club. And when you said not profitable, you mean to you to run the club, but the people investing, it's profitable. Just to oh, clarify. It, it is profitable. We, yeah. It, I mean, it's not profitable because we, we don't intend to make money on the club. We intend yes. to share the profits. Um, yeah, that's uh, it's, it's a hybrid in that sense too. But, um, but then the other thing we, we started last March, we probably, we only invest if we have $50,000 of interest. If we don't have 50,000, we don't invest. Actually on two occasions, we have less. We just invested in a neo bank in, uh, in Singapore to serve banking needs for Indian women. I'm very excited about that. Oh, wow. uh, we're just gonna, yeah, we just, we're, we're closing, but that's really exciting. But the, um, we did, we just did an analysis. We have our meeting, our annual meeting on the 29th of July. And in, uh, in 13 months, we've invested over half a million dollars and our value has gone up 5% on two deals. Uh, because, because with these deals, your value goes up when you go to the next round. And you know we haven't been in uh, uh, that long, but we have one deal that in six weeks multiplied 2.2 times the investment and we invested again. We had another deal 
that are uh, increasing value of 12% because it was a convertible note. Uh, so we monitor that. Right. And most of these probably will take uh, a few years to really be super profitable, right? But uh, what a wonderful thing for people to look into. I love that it's a hybrid. Thank you for explaining that. Um, and people that want to learn about it, get involved with it is uh, wealthing.com. Yeah, the wealthing.vc is the club. Wealthing.com right. is the umbrella of training and investing, but you can go there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing your expertise and what you're doing is so amazing, Alicia. I really appreciate the work you're doing and we're going to keep following you. And uh, yeah, I'm going to look into that. I'd like to be a part of that club. Thank you for the opportunity. I think everybody should be an angel investor, but be a good one. Absolutely. And that's a great place to start. Wealthing.com. Thank you, Elisa. And remember everybody out there to follow Wealthing on social media. Of course, follow She Angel Investors and uh, invest in her um, and just make it a great day. Uh, it's time today to become an angel investor. Make it a great week, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Our theme music was created and produced by Lindsay Tomasic.